welcome to another episode of The Ambitious Filmmaker. And as we keep pushing forward in our pandemic pivoting series, today we are going to discuss routines and habits. Hopefully we can inspire you and give you some new ideas to positively increase your daily routine. And to not let uh, them, you know, dissipate or slip during this time. Yeah, so I mean, um, some things you probably have heard before, or we may mention them, or in one of the 10,000 COVID-19 emails you've gotten over the last two weeks, I'm going to mention some of these things as well. But we're just going to go over what we have and why they're important. So let's just hop right into it. So why are routines and habits important, particularly during this crazy time that we're in right now? Well, number one is it keeps you consistent exactly especially if you're changing locations or working from home or just your typical daily life has been thrown off or you've got kids at home like it is so easy to lose track of the bigger picture if you don't maintain consistent habits every day even if they're small things like making coffee at the same time just things like that just keeping you consistently thinking about your day. Absolutely. I mean, we are what we do every day. And with everything that's going on right now, you know, if you're starting to fall prey into some bad habits, then that's what's going to start manifesting some of the negative aspects of your life is by slipping in these negative habits and have that going on day in, day out. So keeping a consistent routine and habit, and particularly for positive things, which we're going to get into, will help keep you status quo and push you to keep growing and improving even in the midst of all this madness that's going on around us. Absolutely. Because here's the thing, like at the end of the day, we want you to have the best life possible and have the best day possible and have the best business that you possibly can have. And that starts with a routine. And more specifically, that starts with a morning routine. Yes. Eric, what's something you do every morning? Like what's, what does your morning routine look like? I, uh, typically I shower every morning. I love showers. So Good start. I know that, uh, Mark actually does the cold shower thing, but I like to do the hot shower thing because I actually use that time for some meditation. Um, short meditation. Um, don't want to waste too much hot water. <laughs> um, even though my wife uh, catches me sometimes wasting all the hot water. Um, and then I make espresso right now. Um, you know, I usually during the summers, I'm obsessed with cold brew, but Right now, I make espresso with an espresso machine, and I really like the you know the creative aspect of doing that. And it kind of jump starts my my day of doing something creative. Mark, what about you? What does okay. your morning routine look like? I de- dude, I definitely shower. <laughs> if I don't shower, my wife's like, "Get in the shower, you're grumpy." If I don't run first thing, I shower. Even if I'm going to do like a midday run, it just gets gets me in my zone. Exactly what you said. So I shower and then I journal, reminding myself what I'm grateful for every morning. And then thinking about what is it big picture wise, like despite the stresses that I know I'm going to encounter today, like what's my goal? Where am I going? Yeah, that's solid. First thing I wake up, if it's one of my exercise days, I won't shower because I do that after I exercise. But if it isn't, if it's not, I I, I just waste water, you know, 
And then no, no, I still shower, but I also <laughs> I also do the cold shower. I'm working my way down to ice, Jesse Itzler, ice cold water. I'm not I'm not quite there yet, but and let me tell you, that wakes you up. If you're tired, that will wake you up. Then I have it's just a small like little notebook, and I spend five to ten minutes writing things I'm grateful for, which is about half a page. And then the other half of that page, I rewrite my goals for the year. So every day. I'm writing down what my goals are for 2020. Then it keeps me accountable, consistently reminding myself, what am I working towards this year? And that's after centering my brain in the positives by reflecting upon all the things that I'm grateful for. And I try not to repeat. I've been doing this for a little while now, so I won't lie. I've hit some repeats. But the goal is to like keep trying to dig a, just a layer deeper on all of the things that you can be grateful for because there's thousands hundreds of thousands. There's so many things, no matter what's going on, you can't be grateful for. <clears throat> and I try to reflect on that. And then when I wrap that up, then I meditate sometimes for 30 minutes. Sometimes it's for an hour. And I try to center myself. I try to clear my mind and reflect upon what my goals are for the year and what I've just written in my gratitude journal. Then no matter what happens that day, I know what I'm working towards and how important it is to overcome the obstacles that I may or may not face in this day or any day. Yeah, that's great. Because like, I'm all about daily tasks too, and like daily goals. But at the same time, your day is going to change, you're going to get a lot of curveballs. And it can be easy to forget that bigger picture. So I'm not against having the daily tasks and like scheduling out your day because I do that. And I love it. And it keeps me sane. But at the same time, there's a lot of things that can change your day. And so Like what you said, Caleb, if you are in tune with your bigger vision and your bigger goal, then all of your tasks and your actions that day are going to either be in line with that or not. Yeah. And I think that uh, even taking outside of that element by one degree, it's no matter what your goals are in life, like you're going to hit struggle in big ways and small ways, obstacles that are little anthills, some that are mountains, adversity nonetheless. But when you're consistently, at least I have found that when I'm consistently reminding myself of what it's going to be like once I get there, mm-hmm. how attainable these things are if I keep pushing, it really lights my fire or keeps my fire lit so that no matter what obstacle that I'm encountering or I will or can inevitably encounter on this journey, I'm keeping my end result in mind. Yeah. We talk a lot about micro challenges in our course and whatnot. And some of these morning routines can actually be little challenge-esque type things like Mark going on a run, you know, every morning or every other morning, you know, so when, when you do come across obstacles in your business and whatnot, and you have these little micro challenges every morning that you complete those small wins continue to help you build momentum. And then like when you do sit down and you're ready to check your emails or do prospecting or sales or just ready to talk to your clients, like you've already won. Like the day is already won. So you cannot lose. Small wins add up to big wins. Now, man, I'm so glad you brought this up. Now I'm bringing up like one of the cornerstones. <laughs> you got me lit up, man. I'm now I'm excited. A cornerstone of like routines and habits. These are micro challenges. These are small things that you can set yourself up to succeed with. And the more you do that, these small wins are adding up little by little every day. And let's just look at it from the course of this pandemic. So imagine if you just, even if you just start today, right now, setting up positive routines and habits. If you can find five to 10 things, micro challenges that you can overcome, not hitting the snooze button, 
journaling, taking that shower, putting clothes on, making your bed, things that can be easy to slip through the cracks because what? No one's coming over, right? Like what? My apartment's in disarray. What does it matter, right? Keep yourself organized. Find five to 10 of these things that you can do, that you can promise yourself you'll do every day and see how those small wins add up over the course of two weeks. And how that sets your mindset, how it starts slowly shifting your mindset, which is something we've talked about at length, shifting your mindset to a positive thing, setting yourself up for success, putting yourself in a mindset to create and forge not only good habits and routines, but keep yourself consistent and growing. You got me and excited. You're, you're right. Like they do. They build upon each other. Like we, I didn't even think about. We make our bed as soon as we wake up. First as thing. As our kids wake up, we we eat breakfast together, and then they make their beds. And then at night, right after dinner, we all clean up. Like, we don't go to bed in our household until the whole entire house is clean. And I know that might seem crazy, but it's like, we can't go to bed and feel refreshed waking up tomorrow if there's, like, kid toys all over the den or if there's dishes everywhere. Like, you're just going to wake up to stress. But it's things now that like what you said, like we've been doing it for five years that I don't even consider that a a routine or a habit because it's just some, it's just part of our life now. And those are like, that's the compound effect. Yes. You almost forget about them. What does that mean? That means if this is something that you have been doing every day, now's the time to reflect back like, oh, what a small win that is. Like for me, my first win of the day, every day is not hitting the snooze button. When my alarm goes off, if I can not hit that snooze button, if I can roll out right away and get my morning routine up and running, that is a win. That is a major win. And a little trick I do if this is something that uh, count back from five. Instead of hitting that snooze button when you wake up, blast off, count back from five, five, four, three, two, one, and then boom, like blast off, like make yourself get out of bed. Yeah. Boom, right then and there. It works from any time I want to hit that snooze button, I do that, and it works almost every time. Nice. I love that. And then that buys you an extra 30 minutes in your day to do whatever you want. Think about it. If that bought you 30 minutes every day, what? That's an hour every two days. That's three and a half hours every week over the course of a month. That's a half a day you bought back. Imagine what you could do with that extra, that extra half day of a month. <laughs> Imagine if you had taken that 12 hours and put it into a skill set. By the end of the year, you'd be well on your way on mastering a new skill. How cool is that? Buy back your morning. Buy back your life. Establish a positive and effective morning routine. Set yourself up for success. Micro challenges. All oh, this is amazing. Man, you buy got me back, Buy back your day. There's the title. <laughs> buy back your day, man. <laughs> Seriously. How to buy back your day. Well, you hit on something else that we had here that we talked about earlier, which was creative challenges and adding a creative challenge or learning like a new skill every day, like 15, 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be crazy, but like what Caleb said, it's a whole half day over a month. It's a a lot of time. Plus it gets your brain thinking and it gets your mind going. And yeah, like before you jump into all the the more work work type stuff. In fact, this is my challenge to you. Pick a skill that you want to learn, brand spanking new, or improve from what you do right now. 15 to 30 minutes every day, at least 15. Find a skill that you can put 15 minutes into every day. 30 if you can spare it, which based on our sleep-in module, you probably could. Anyway, at least 15 minutes. Find a skill, 15 minutes. That is our call to action to you. Find a new skill or one you want to improve that you can clock in 15 minutes every single day. 
and then check in with yourself in a month's time and see how far you've come and then keep doing it. So yeah. now we've gotten through the, the morning routine stuff, Mark, what's, uh, what's after that? Some of our, uh, you know, suggestions for business routines. Yeah, certainly. So like, at least for me, I have to chunk out my day and like in, in different portions of routines. Cause like I got my own morning routine, it's all with one, but then I got like my family morning routine, like what I do with my family. And then we have the business routine or like what you do during your nine to five. We use nine to five loosely, yeah. of course. Whether you have a real job right now or you're in transition or, you know, however you spend your time working, that should also have a routine. And so one routine that I implement almost religiously every nine to five of my time is consistently reaching out to people and just staying connected with others. Because for me, I feed off of other people, especially in a time that like this, that we're quarantined. And if I don't talk to people, I, that's when I just get so anxious and depressed and down about the world because people feed my soul. And so this is just built into my daily routine and it can look like a lot of things. It can be just simply, you know, texting a friend of yours, whether you talk to them every day or you haven't talked to them in a year, reaching out to your immediate friends or your siblings, you know, or people in your family or people that you consider family. Yeah. In fact, I think you hit upon another good point here, Mark. And this is my second call to action to all you out there. Every day, find a friend that you have not spoken to. In three or more months, three months plus, reach out to them just to find out how they're doing. Reconnect. We spoke uh, last week about the importance of strengthening all connections in your life. Let's do that. Every day, find a friend, reach out to them. Pick one person a day. If it's a phone call, a text, hell, even an email, just do something. One, you'd be pleasantly surprised how often people are excited to hear from you. And I think this is falling outside kind of what we're talking about today, but like socially, I feel like a lot of people wait to be reached out to. I think all of us fall guilty of that a little bit from time to time. I know I sure have. It's same so, in business, not to take you on another tangent, but as filmmakers, like there are so many people who just sit there and wait to get gigs. Reached out to. It's like I have a website. Like surely someone will come to my website and use my contact form. No. And, you know, I think part of it is, and I'm not going to speak for everybody, but I think part of it is like some people, not anxiety per se, but like they, it's uncomfortable. Mm. It's uncomfortable first to, to be the one that initially, well, what if they this or what if they that? The what if, what if, what if, what if, what if? Oh, fear, fear. And what I'm going to say to that, if for whoever that particularly speaks to, you never grow in the comfort zone. You have to make yourself uncomfortable by stretching, but I promise you, you will grow. It will benefit you. And that will, that includes reaching out to people you haven't spoken to in a while. Okay. So rekindle some of those friendships. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Find out what people have been up to. We're living in a wacky world right now. (laughs) Yes, we are. You know, like now's the time. Now is the time. Yeah. It's perfect time. Yeah, I, I did, you know, I, I did some of that today, like talk to you guys, obviously, but yesterday, like I just went through LinkedIn and like to just people that I've known over the course of the past five, six, seven years in my business who we've always just had positive vibes. Like I just reached out to them and be like, Hey, like, I know we're all in a weird time. Like, do you just want to catch up? Like talk about yeah. life, talk through this, like zero agenda. Just how you doing? Yeah. 
That's and there's it. a thousand mediums to do that through now. You got Instagram DMs. If you're feeling visual, you got FaceTime, Skype, if you want to kick it a little old school, I feel like nowadays, Zoom, like what we're on right now, Google Hangouts. There's so many ways you can reach out to people. There's so many ways that you can connect. If you're a texting type, text, DM, Facebook message. You like face-to-face, FaceTime, Skype, Zoom, Google Hangout. Pick your poison. Just do something. Reach out in some way. Connect. Grow. Remember like what we talked about last week. What we need now more than anything else is leadership. So be the leader. Be the leader in your community. Be the leader in your friendship groups. Be the leader. So lead. Awesome. Well, so after reaching out to people that you, you know, are essentially reaching back out to um, people that you already know. Um, what, what is your next step after that, Mark? Yeah. So I, I kind of put, put people in categories, <laughs> I'm not stereotype, yeah. but no, but like, I think about it three ways. It's like one, I've got my friends, like regardless of business people that I just want to stay in touch with because they just bring a lot of fulfillment to my life. Like having friends fulfills me. And I don't think I'm, I'm alone in that. And then two, is new business or new relationships or sales or prospecting, whatever you want to label it, new new business relationships. Because for me to make a living, I consistently need to be selling projects and creating new relationships. And so if I'm not putting myself out there, messaging people to try to create new conversations and new relationships, then I'm not going to get new clients. I have that. And then I have what I call like networking which is more staying in touch with partners, with vendors, with other contractors, you know, and those could be my friends. They, you know, they could be in other categories too, but it's more like what I just consider my general network because it's super business with. Yeah. Yeah. To like, don't think about your network as only people who could potentially become clients because you never know what situation you're going to be in or how, Somebody could help you or you could help somebody out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the whole basis of our kind of origin for this community is, is that aspect, you know, having a network of like-minded, you know, other video professionals that you can have in your, in your uh, daily life that you can either get gigs from or throw gigs to, or, you know, just bounce ideas off each other. Again, you know, routines and habits are extremely important for building your life and building the business that you want. And if right now in this crazy time, you feel like you're in a funk or you're just not sure what direction to go, well, those answers and getting out of a funk doesn't happen overnight. But what routines and habits will do is lay that consistency and that groundwork in your life to create that space, that mental space for you to think and for you to breathe and for you to really take control of your day. Yeah. Buy back your day. Buy, Buy back, back day. your day. <laughs> so to sum up this whole thing, the TLDR, all right, set yourself up for success. Find five to 10 small wins every day. Spend 15 minutes learning a new skill. Pick a friend every day to strengthen your connection with. Perfect. Perfect. Any other thoughts, guys? Well, in that well. case, that's, that's all we have for you for today. That's more than enough to keep you busy for a while on top of everything else. We love you all. So stay safe. We'll be in touch again soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of TVC Radio. Have a topic you want us to talk about? Interested in chatting with like-minded filmmakers? 
Join the conversation over at our free Facebook group and subscribe to our Instagram. Just search the video community. We'll see you next time, and remember, always be creating.